let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. All right, guys. Um, segment three, and we are privileged to be speaking with our special guest today, entrepreneurship educator Professor Latanya White. I want to first give a shout to the listeners. Um, you can download a free first chapter of her book, of Professor White's book. Just go to latanyawhite.biz slash free book. So that is L-A-T-A-N-Y-A-W-H-I-T-E dot biz slash free book. Um, oh, yeah, I put too many E's in there. Hey, it's free ebook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there it is. There's the first step. Um, we have a question that we usually ask Professor White in our last segment, what could we do starting tomorrow? Well, that's already been answered. <laughs> we could download this book. So, you know, listening to what you guys were talking about, um, there was a lot there. There's a lot. There was a lot of real heavy stuff behind the uh, the uh, you know making a difference. Um, so I have a couple of questions. Um, by the way, when you guys are talking about comfort zones, you know about you know you want to challenge yourself and so on and so on. So Professor White, my message is always the same about that. I I take it one step further. Don't leave greatness in your head. Your job is to come out and share it. If you remain in that comfort zone, it's wrong. So it's not just being comfortable, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, totally. Uh, these guys, everybody has their own greatness, and it's on each one of us to bring it out. So um, that's the hope, you know. You know, like when they see somebody kind of. Teaching that, I mean, it's just such a different world. But I wanted to ask you, on your teaching at the two schools, one on the adjunct level and one at the full-time level, is it the same? It's the same curriculum? Um, well, at, at the university, at Florida State University, where I teach adjunct, it's an intro. It's an introduction to entrepreneurship course. So, I'll spend the entire semester, or at least my plan is to spend the entire semester just talking bit by bit about business model generation. And that's where we can spend an entire week or three contact hours talking about your customers. And the next week we're talking about your value proposition. So that's on the introduction side. On the uh, strategic decision-making side, which is a 4,000-level course, um, it's from an analytical learning outcomes perspective. We're looking at juniors, seniors, and higher level students. That's really where we say, this is your business idea. And I actually have students who are currently in business just looking to take it to the next level. And I work with them individually. Like, what is it that we need to do for you this week to grow the business? And what do we need to do for you next week to grow the business? So now we've had, we have these 16 like wins that we've accomplished over the course of four months that should make you feel really, really good about what you're doing to grow your business. And we should, we should go to that. 
I, I wish I was back in school. I know. Um, you know what would be cool if you had a blended class, like take some of the guys from one and have them show up in the other and vice versa and just prove your point that there's greatness in all of us, right? Um, I love that's really cool. Um, I wanted to ask you also, you kind of, you know, snuck it in there, right? It was a little, um, I think it's, it, it's more complicated than that when you said you made a trip to Bali yes. for a social entrepreneurship accelerator program. Yes. I mean, what the heck was that? <laughs> I actually was not as familiar with the concept of social entrepreneurship. Um, when I applied to go, I mean, it's Bali. And I was just like, well, all they can tell me is no, but I'm going to apply. I'll figure out what social entrepreneurship is in the 36 hours that it's going to take me to get there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I learned, so there's the, the idea that there's a dichotomy between doing well for you and your family, and doing good for the community that you live in. But those mm. things are not mutually exclusive. What we have to do, um, what we have to spend more time talking about, is that you can do well and do good at the same time. And that's what social entrepreneurship kind of lends itself to. And that's really where I fleshed out the idea about who I wanted to serve and how I needed to show up for them. You know, I, I love social entrepreneurship because it's so important because I don't think it has to be that you're just an entrepreneur. It's, I think as large organizations just got larger and larger and larger, they started to lose sight of how they affect the areas in which they live. Now, I know that a lot of organizations have a lot of foundations and they do a lot of charitable work, but I think that they could do more. Mm-hmm. Um, and by making these young people aware of that, that we have an obligation not just to our own families, but to, you know, all the people that we touch with our organizations, I think that that's uh, just putting that seed into their head just so that they're thinking in that way can make a really big shift later on as they're working and they're, and they're moving up the ladder or they're growing their own companies. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so on that, right, mm-hmm. does is that something, Professor White, that you feel will help someone shift from the fixed mindset to the growth mindset? Or it's totally unrelated, but it just seems to me if you're taking some social entrepreneurship and seeing the world differently, that's kind of a growth mindset, right? You're, you're, you're spot on with that. You're absolutely right because if we can make sure – or, you know, in the people's lives that we touch, if we can see that we have the power to influence for good or for bad and we choose good, then that's going to have such a huge ripple effect. And then you begin to connect your talent to the success of that effect and how it positively impacts the world that we live in. I mean, given the state of the world today, there's so much pain and there's so much negativity. We, more of us, need to make sure that we're showing up in ways that add light and love to the people around us because they probably just need to see more of that. Okay, so let me let me figure this out here. So, um, 
because I may not get it right, right? So when I, I love being in the growth mindset, right? I dream about being, you know, the eighth person in the magnificent seven, right? <laughs> so, um, but, you know, how do you pivot, right? That's a key word, right? How do I pivot if I'm still living the fixed mindset, right? So, um, I'm trying to build my business and, um, the outlook is doom and gloom. I'm never going to get a loan where I live. None of that is going to happen. But now what I'm hearing is it's not just idealistic thinking. The answer is to that is, well, hold on. Did you make a spreadsheet about what you do and where the good is in it? Have you shared any of that with anyone? You, it's your word, your vibe is going to break down those barriers. Yeah, you're right. It is doom and gloom. But that's that fixed mindset paradigm. So there is something. There are tools I have now. I need to map what I'm doing. Maybe I'm going out there in a negative mindset, which mm-hmm. is not helping. Mm-hmm. So does that make sense? Yes, it absolutely does. You got it, Charlie. You're and and you, you think, I mean, and I don't mean you think, but your challenge is to get those young students to feel that way. Yes. That's not that easy. Not at all. <laughs> right? It's not. not. <laughs> but, you know, I'll tell you, I found that I've had to incentivize, academically incentivize a lot of the warm and fuzzy stuff. So mm-hmm. we but we all know the, the importance of networking and authentic relationships. When I first started teaching, I would just strongly suggest it. I, you know, I think it'd be a great idea if you went out into the community and, and maybe attended a chamber networking event. Cricket. Nobody did it. It wasn't until I found a way to connect networking to a learning outcome. So we have seven learning outcomes here in the School of Business, and one of them is communication. So they are required, my students, for the last six years, have been required to attend community-based networking events, and they get their grade from sending a follow-up email within 48 business hours. So now I can connect this very, very important aspect about who you are as an emerging leader and your relationship-building prowess to who you are as a student academically. Wow, you know, we need to be incentivized like that. So no. Okay, so thinking out loud here and I hope I don't get in trouble, but it would be really interesting for you to come back with a student or some students and we can hear from them directly, is it real? Does it work? Did you learn? Do you have hope? Um, you know, yeah. Do you know what it takes to um, know your customer uh, and what is your greatness that you're bringing to the customer? You know, that would be huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. That would be good. That would be something that we have to think about, right? And we yeah, have no, to make sure that happens. Because, Professor White, you know, uh, we can't just talk a good game, right? We have to deliver as well. And whatever we can do to help, we need to do, we have the same problem with the, 
you know, back-end career guys that are getting downsized and such, yeah. right? They have the same issues, and we want to maybe bring them into the mix. Um, so just a couple more things. Do you do – is all of your coaching um, limited to your two classes right now? No, not at all. Um, luckily, I've just had the opportunity to, to beta test, so to speak, um, some of the concepts that, because I also have students that aren't, you know, 19 and 20. I do have non-traditional students who are mm-hmm. working full time, um, who are, you know, it's a two-income household or they're taking care of their parents. So I, I get the same responses. It's, mm-hmm. They are still on trend with what their millennial counterparts are saying as far as the fear of failure, fear of making mistakes. So the coaching um, isn't confined to the classroom, and that's really what I'm driven by. Um, before I went to Bali, I like to call it my, my quarter-life crisis, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I, really, I really felt like the walls were closing in on me because I, I was limited to the classroom. I wasn't able to add value to people beyond the students that were enrolled in my course, and so that's when I really took it upon myself to figure out how can I serve more people? How can I add a greater good to the world with the talents and the skills that I've been blessed with? You know, to your point, Charlie, when you you have that ability and you don't serve people, then you're not walking in your purpose. You know, and that's really what it kind of comes down to. And that's when I started to create these communities online and in uh, in person and providing coaching and mentoring through those uh, means as well. Unbelievable. Um, okay, so we ha- I have more questions, but we have to take another break okay. and we have to come back. We're not done yet. There's more to come. Please stay with us, everyone. Charlie, Eva, and Professor Latanya White will be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning Shared Leadership Training Seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information, go to charlieandeva.com. That's charlieandeva.com.